Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic You Radio. And thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology, where we are tapping into the magic of the cosmos for practical guidance and wisdom with your host, Janet Hickox, intuitive astrologer and numerologer. everybody and thank you for joining us today on living astrology and uh on this not so very sunny july actually august 1st day uh for us in the pacific northwest we've had this awesome run of weather and uh last night we had thunderstorms roll in and rain and uh today it's just cloudy icky so i'm back to wearing long pants and long sleeves to stay warm i hope the rest of you in the nation are having a wonderful summer uh, and I am so curious as to how everybody is doing energetically this week after our beautiful Star of David formed on Monday. And uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about that today because it is sort of waning now as the moon has moved off out of that uh, sign of Taurus and Venus has even moved a little bit further into the sign of Virgo. So even though... The star of David isn't formed at the moment. It's not like the energy of it just sort of dissipates and and moves on. We're sort of left with the energy, and now what do we do with it? So that's what I kind of wanted to to recap, some of that energy. And, you know, that, that, um, that energetic signature of the star of David actually began... Um, even way back in April as some of the planets were lining up, but also uh, the week before the actual alignment as Venus uh, clicked into place, some of the the things that started to happen really showed us the direction that energies could go. And um, the big news for me was that I suddenly realized that I had to share this information with the world in uh, the, by way of a conference call, and I was really flabbergasted as how many people actually got to tune into that because uh, it was such, such a spur-of-the-moment thing that I did. Uh, but in case people missed that, I'd like to go over just a few of the highlights of things that I had discovered while I was in the process of putting that together that I just found so fascinating. And the first thing that I noticed is that this particular Star of David um, was the first one that we'd had since 2003, um, but it was also the first one that we'd had since the end of the Mayan calendar. And, of course, there was a lot of hullabaloo about the calendar and its ending and whether we were going to have disasters and all that kind of thing. But the true meaning of the end of that calendar was more like this. We had come to the end of a training period, um, if you will, and now we had all of the abilities, all of the tools in our tool belt to be able to become conscious creators, uh, to actually be able to enact some of the things that we, from a spiritual standpoint, had been talking about uh, for years leading up to this. So in the research of, 
of this, I looked back to some of the other configurations, and believe it or not, this actual configuration or this concept of this new age, if you will, or the age of Aquarius, actually has its roots back in February of 1962 with what most astrologers called uh, the dawn of the age of Aquarius. Um, it was even picked up in popular song and music of the time. And it was the herald of a, a time of global enlightenment. And the root um, cause of all of that excitement was because at that time there were seven planets that all appeared in the sign of Aquarius at one time with only the North Node um, or Destiny uh, sitting in Leo at the opposite side of, of that uh, configuration. And so it really showed people that, or set the stage for even, the uh, idea of brotherhood, sisterhood, of living in peace and prosperity, and treating each other with a different sort of compassion and love than what um, we would normally have thought that we could do with each other. On that particular day, there was also a total solar eclipse. So it was really a very big harbinger of things that could happen. Um, also on that day, uh, and I'm referring to February 5th of 1962, the planet Pluto was in a conjunction with Lilith. But at the time, I don't believe we had any idea, really. I mean, maybe some astrologers did, but until we really had the work of Laura Walker, uh, who we interviewed here a few months back, uh, on the Black Moon Lilith, uh, we didn't really have an idea of, of what uh, the potential was in, in this. And that particular conjunction was in the sign of Virgo, which was where, at the same degree that Venus uh, it was sitting at for this particular Star of David this week, and it really shows us the healing of the idea of separation from spirit, where we really get a, an idea of the things that could be as opposed to the things that are. Um, and the uh, the new age ideas that came up out of that were um, also designed to be a sort of healing experience for everybody. So that's where this all began. Um, a few years after that, um, actually in 1987, came the Harmonic Convergence. And I barely remember this. I think I was just really starting down my spiritual path at this point. I was just having children, and so my attention was really on home and family. But I remember hearing about this uh, Harmonic Convergence. And at the time of the Harmonic Convergence, a giant fire uh, trine was being uh, displayed in the sky, a fire trine just meaning that um, that the plan that the planets in fire signs were all one hundred and twenty degrees from each other, and the energy was flowing. It sort of symbolized the purifying and possibly even the destructive energies that of the times that we were entering. And, of course, we know that um, fire has a very purifying effect. Think about a giant forest fire and how devastating it really is, but some trees don't reproduce without fire. And so it is an interesting quandary that you find yourself in having to have destruction in order to have the um, rebuild or uh, having the new energy come in. And so as we got into August 15th of 1987, we had this fire trine that uh, developed in the sky, and it was sort of also the kickoff to the Mayan calendar. It came into our knowing via Jose Arguelles, who wrote the book Mayan Factor, um, that there were 25 years from 1987 until the end of the Mayan calendar in 2012. 
And so it began that entire idea of what what does that mean for all of us and where do we go from here uh, with that. So um, that was um, sort of the where I kind of came into this toward the end of that particular time period, I really began to open up to the idea of astrology. Actually, I started with numerology, and my guest today is a numerologist. And uh, so we're going to have some fun looking at numbers. Um, So as we get from the harmonic convergence, we also turned uh, into, which uh, began the harmonic concordance in 2003. That was in November and it was another star of David, both in Earth and uh, forming an Earth and water signs. It included a total lunar eclipse, and uh, that one was across the axis of Taurus and Scorpio, which is exactly the axis we had uh, solar eclipse and lunar eclipse in during uh, April and May of this year. And so there's a lot of similarities drawing these two these two stars of David together, and. Um, So then as we had this particular Star of David uh, in 2003, it was really uh, sort of the idea that things were quickening, that there was more opportunity coming for us to really evolve and for us to move forward. And um, between the harmonic concordance of 2003 and this Star of David of 2013, we had the end of the Mayan calendar. And I know for as destructive as all of that was supposed to have been, to me it really epitomized, and a lot of other people, uh, the end of the time when we were going to be at the effect of uh, learning curves, if you will, of the different energies and so forth that were building. And once those little puppet strings were cut, we were free to begin to realize that we were co-creating our reality and really quicken um, the effect that we would have on the things that were going on in our world and becoming conscious co-creators. I guess that's the better word I should put in there, consciously creating, because we've been creating all along, of course, uh, just not necessarily with conscious uh, energy involved in it. So then we hit the the grand sextile on Monday, also known as the Star of David. And I don't know about the rest of you, but I know for me there were so many awesome things that happened and uh, things that I had, thoughts that I had put out to the universe that with like the speed of light just seemed to suddenly grow and explode and uh, it was huge. So what I would really love to do is hear from all of you, because I've also heard from my clients this week as I've been talking to them about this, and some things were not so good for people. Um, some, thing, some people are feeling very stuck in the energy, and so I want to hear from you. So I'm going to give you two ways to contact me. First of all, you can contact me on my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash livingastrology. Or you can contact me uh, via my my email at Janet Hickox, and that's H-I-C-K-O-X, at Hotmail.com. Because I would really like to know how you're feeling and what you are um, noticing is happening in the uh, wake of the Star of David and like what things are opening up for you, what uh, things might have closed up, Uh, doors closing behind you, Um, where do you feel stuck? I would really like to know how that's playing out for all of you, so please feel free um, to contact me. Now I'd like to get into my guest uh, today, whose name is Michelle Arbeau. She is the um, 
celebrity numerologist and the author of two books soon to be released, one called Soul Numbers and the other called The Energy of Words, which will be released in, uh, be released in December. And I know her through Authentic You Media as one of the part owners of the company and the person who got me interested and uh, excited about being a radio show host. And, of course, as I got to know her and I realized that we have this common thing in, in um, the love of numbers, and she is so exciting to talk to when it comes to numbers. So, Michelle, I'd like to welcome you to Living Astrology. Well, thank you for having me, Janet. You know, I love astrology, and it's so funny that we both kind of like each other's uh, modalities <laughs> because, to me, it's just another way to see the energy. So, you know, you, yeah. you're always right on with the same thing that I'm seeing. We're just seeing it through a different lens. So, you know, I always like to hear your point of view because it always matches with either how I'm feeling or what I'm seeing. So I always follow oh, yeah. you and and uh, what you're talking about because you're just always so very right on. You're, you're one of the top uh, astrologers, let me tell you. Oh, thank you very much, Michelle. And I absolutely love your work as well because... You know, my whole backstory is that numerology was the first thing I ever learned. Um, you know, walking through a bookstore one day when I was, what, I think 19 years old. And I think his name was Matthew Goodman or Goodwin, uh, his books, Numerology 1 and Numerology 2. And uh, I don't know what was it about those two books, but I just, I, I sort of just got clued in that I needed those books. Grabbed them off a bookshelf, had no clue what they were going to be about, and um, you know, taught myself numerology at that point in time. And, of course, that just sort of segued on into astrology as I got into later. So, you know, I thought maybe you could tell us how you got interested in numerology. How did this kind of come about? What was your path uh, to the love of numbers? Well, you know, I guess the work I've done over the years, I, I've come to realize that we find our path usually through a lot of kind of synchronistic events and just we, you, you, you usually stumble upon it. It's usually not something you know right out the gate that this is what you want to be and that's what it's going to be and most people don't most people stumble upon it and I was the same way you know I used to work in corporate for a major bank and doing HR and I hated it and and you know I, I ended up having um, thoughts about having children which I never really wanted to have children I always said I never would and during that <laughs> Time, I started to dream in numbers. It was the strangest thing. It was it was almost like it was time for me to embrace my path and purpose. And, of course, I hated my job at the time, and then I ended up deciding to have children. And when I was pregnant with my daughter and, um, you know, all that, I had time to think and I had time to kind of think about the direction of my life. And it was, you know, every night I would dream in numbers, and it lasted for about three months. And I wrote down every number that I saw in my dreams. It would be on license plates and doors and uh, you name it. It was everywhere in my dreams. And could not figure out for the life of me what they meant and why I kept dreaming in numbers. So I ended up researching it, and I found a book, you know, about numbers and number messages. And it really opened up a door for me because I realized that all of the numbers were messages to what were going on, you know, the challenges that I was facing at the time. So they were divine messages or divine answers to the challenges that I was facing at the time. So sort of like it your subconscious really, bringing things up for you but showing it to you in numbers. Like well, a that, and that too. And that too. And I tell people that all the time. I say, you know what, if you're seeing numbers all the time, chances are you're an intellectual, you're someone who is, you know, sees 
sees world the world through, I guess, the lens of the mind because I, I am a firm believer in the fact that spirit will bring you messages in the way that you will see them most clearly. And, you know, if you're a thinker, a feeler, or a doer, they're going to bring you messages in those different ways. So for me, I'm very intellectual. I'm a three. I'm a Capricorn, you know. So there's a lot of that intellectual kind of grounded, you know, give me, show me the facts kind of thing, right? Yeah, practical. Yeah, practical. So they they showed me numbers, which is a very practical, scientific thing, and it, and it caught my attention. So when I did that for three months, and I wrote down all those numbers, and I figured out that they were messages, I I googled more about numbers and numerology, and I just I absolutely fell in love with it. And I learned numerology in literally like a couple of weeks, and I, and I had it down pat. And I realized that I could see numbers at a deeper level than most people. And in hindsight. I had a photographic memory for numbers, but it was just numbers. I could I couldn't remember a name to save my soul, but it was if someone gave me a phone number or an address or I got a new bank card or something, I would do, literally need to see the number once and I would remember it. So oh, I guess I wow. knew it was my gift. It just it wasn't the right time until that time. Right, and so now you have a, a book that you've written about numbers that. Um, mm-hmm. I I think this is really the fascinating part of our discussion today here because, you know, people everywhere that I talk to, and I, you know, they don't always know that I'm a, you know, a numbers person myself, but they're all talking about seeing, you know, these numbers in repeating orders, whether they're, you know, 11s or 1s or, you know, 1, 2, 3, 4s or just any, you know, uh, combination of numbers, but it's in the conscious minds of, of a lot of people right now. And that's pretty much what your book was about, right? This this idea of what the, these repeating number patterns mean? Well, yes and no. I mean, I did it, and people ask me that all the time. Why did you write a book about the energy of words before you did a numerology book? You know, it would kind of make sense being a numerologist to do a numerology book first and then that. But I really felt like people needed that um, missing piece of the law of attraction, which is the energy of words. So the second book is is about numbers, and it's about number sequences and what it means to see them and what they mean. Because to me, I think it's it's really this uh, interesting phenomenon right now where people are seeing almost like the fabric of the universe is revealing itself to us. Because really, everything can be reduced down to numbers. And you know, we have these nine base patterns. If you think about any number in existence, it's created by the numbers 1 to 9 and also 0, which is more of a symbol than a number. So, you know, anything in the world can be counted, sorted, or measured. And uh-huh. it's those nine base patterns that make up everything. So when you see an 11 or you see, you know, 1234 on the clock all the time or some, some other number sequence, if you reduce it down, it's a base pattern. But you also have to look at each individual number because it can mean something as well. So they really are messages. And I always call our date of birth like spiritual DNA because it really shows us who we are, what we're all, you know, what we're here to do and how to do it. Oh, I love that. Spiritual DNA. I love that. Um, you know, and for example, like today, and and I, I I see number runs. I guess I'm sort of like you in that that numbers do sort of stick with me. I also remember you know numbers, phone numbers, dates, and things that other people you know don't normally think of remembering. Um, but you know my day started off with uh, me picking up my telephone at and it changing right at that moment to eleven eleven, 
And I was like, oh, how funny that I'm talking about numbers today and this happens. And then I go on to a website, and you know how, you know, sometimes there's those sales letters that they have if they're trying to sell you something and it tells you how many hours and days are left, you know, until the uh, webinar, let's say. So I go to the site, and there was one day and 11 hours and 11 minutes and some seconds left before, um, the, you know, this particular webinar. I just about died laughing. And then, again, um, listening to your uh, interview today with Jeffrey, uh, I looked down at the clock for no particular reason, and it was one eleven. I just think that's funny, and I bet there are so many people out there experiencing that same kind of thing, the one yeah. one ones, like something well, new. Well, yeah, happening. you know, I'm still I'm, I'm still trying to figure that one out myself, and you know, there are a lot of theories behind it, and I always see it before a big shift. If there's something yes, coming down the tubes for me. You know, if there's something, every time I see it, I think, okay, something's shifting. Something big is happening. Something's coming. I need to wait for it because, you know, it usually starts to appear in in intervals. So I'll see it for a while. I'll see it every day. I'll see it several times a day. And then it will disappear for a little while and it will come back again. So it's, it usually seems to follow a shift of some kind. And, mm-hmm. of course, it, you know, 11-11 was associated with, uh, strongly with the Mayan calendar and that shift that happened last year and all of that. So I, I definitely think it has something to do with the shifting, you know, shifting in your life. Um, and whenever I see it, I always feel like whatever I'm focusing on, I'm going the right way. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I often think about at the moment I see it, what what was I thinking about at that moment? Um, the first one that I saw this morning, I was actually, you know, working on the material for the show today. So it made sense to me, 11-11, we're talking about numbers how you know how striking is that really but then when you go on and you see it a couple more times without outside of that context of working with say on numbers um it really begins to take on you know a more important sort of meaning i think you've got to really start to pay attention when these numbers are doing that or when you're you know it's being called into your consciousness like that right well exactly because really you know i was saying earlier on the previous show was that we we come in with an owner's manual and it's you know our date of birth and these numbers are a kind of an extension of that they they really can tell us so much about our path and our purpose and where we're supposed to go day to day and I use the numbers every single day I mean I look to mm-hmm. the numbers to say okay when should I do this what day should I do this what energy is today is it the right day to do this so you know even times I'll, I'll look at times I'll say okay I need to schedule a reading or I need to schedule, um, you know, a, a webinar. When should I do it? What feels right? What's the right time? What's the right date? And uh-huh. so it can it can mean so much. I mean, I go through things with people where just changing literally a letter in their name can make a, a world of difference in terms of how the world sees them energetically. So because um, you can reduce words to, to um, numbers. Yeah, so it's yeah. Really, yeah. And I think that was one of the things that was fascinating to me about the the book, The Energy of Words, is because I, before, um, and I don't know if you and I talked about this before, but I used to always, if a word kept coming up to me, I would, you know, write it out and see, you know, what the energy of the word was, um, just because it gave me kind of a background or uh, maybe just a deeper uh, view of what the meaning was of that word, much like if you went to the dictionary to look up all the different meanings of a word. Um, you could do this, you know, using numbers and also get uh, a, another look at the frequency and the vibration that that particular word is coming up to. 
is that kind right. of you know that your thought behind your book, right? That what exactly. is the energy of the and things the, we're and saying? Exactly what you're saying is what's what's in the back of my book is a glossary of the top 100 um, positive and 100 negative words that people say. So if you say absolutely or you say I can't or you know those kinds of words, those negative words. Mm-hmm. You can look it up and, and find it. What does it really mean? What am I saying? Because that's the biggest thing that I found right. that really shifted for me was, you know, I could say, oh, I want this this life. I want, you know, the mansion on the hill and the, the Bentley and the, you know, the whole nine yards. That's great. But if you go around saying things like, well, the problem is or, well, I really can't because of this and then you're never going to get it because even though you're imagining those things and you're using the law of attraction, you're undermining your entire energy by saying certain words and certain frequencies all the time. So, right, yeah, there's right. definitely a glossary at the back of the book that people can, you know, look up their top ten words and say, okay, I need to change this word and that word and, you know, and, and pick a better word. Uh, yeah, because you're almost looking at the holographic meaning of the word if you can look at it from the numbers. You can see much mm-hmm. deeper into you know what the word means and and the energy that you're putting out. So it's it's just um, and it just takes a few moments really to to do that uh, to figure out the the number value of a word and to change yes. it right. <laughs> choose a different exactly. word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just choose a different word and it makes all you know that book was completely inspired by a client of mine actually. Well, not completely, but it had a big part in. Um, writing the book because he had all these great dreams and wanted to do so much, but he would go around saying at the end of almost every other sentence, but the problem is. And so he Mm. never really got what he wanted because he would always say, well, you know, I I really want this and that and the other thing, but the problem is this. And so that's, you know, it totally undermined everything he wanted. And was it the word problem that you figured out or did you figure out the whole phrase? No, and well, so what, you can do both, but I mean, uh-huh. you know, problem. Yeah, and totally, I'm drawing a blank on it, but I can figure it out right now. I'm adding it up right now for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I do know. I mean, that was totally the inspiration. It's 16. a thirty-six-nine, I think. Is it? Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. So Sixteen. Unless, of course, I'm not adding correctly. Yes, and that's the most negative combination of the nine. Actually, the last show I was just talking about the word money. Money's a nine, and it's it's really fear-based because nine is very black and white, right and wrong, but it's also can get into a very negative space. But the 36-9, if you're a life path who is a 36-9, for example, they're always needing someone to drag them back out of the gutter because they're, they're very easily... Um, persuaded into the negative side of things because uh-huh. you've got the three and the six, which are uh, the two numbers before it reduces to nine because three plus six is nine. So the base energy is nine, but if you look at the 36 first, it really shows the the more intricate meaning of that particular word. And, and three in the negative is very self-doting, self-critical. Yeah. And then six in the negative is very pessimistic, very glass half-empty, very critical, um, just you know, negative Nelly kind of energy, and then nine. Yeah. Nine is very rigid in the box, black and white. You know, not not very flexible at all. So when you have a problem and you treat it as a problem in the negative, then you're really in the negative. So it really undermines everything. And then yet you can take a word like love, and it mm-hmm. is also a nine. But instead yes, of is. the thirty-six behind it, it's an eighteen. So it, does That's that just right. give it a different? 
a different energy it's because a of that? Completely different energy, and it's because the one, you know, one is. It depends on how you look at it because if you have an 18, sometimes it can be very negative because you know you've got the eight in the weaker position, which eight is very confident, assertive. It, it's uh-huh. doubtless. It knows what it wants, kind of energy. But when you're talking about the word love, we've got the one, which is that united kind of we are one kind of energy. Yeah, unity Num- kind of number thing. of new. Yeah, unity, number of new beginnings, and then the eight is in the weaker position, but in a good way because it's subdued. It's not cocky and it's you know, can, you know, in your face kind of bold energy. Because if you look at eight life paths. Some of them can be very me, 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 look at me, it's all about me. You know, I've seen people, I mean, John and Kate plus eight. I'm sure everybody's heard of that (laughs) show with what's-her-name with those eight children. And she was all about me, 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 and she was an eight. So it depends on how the eight is used. But in this case, you know, love, it's a very subdued eight. So it says, you know what, I don't need the spotlight. I love you unconditionally. So it's very, it's kind of this unconditional very subdued, gentle energy. And nine in the positive is the humanitarian. So it's very selfless. It it would give the shirt off their back and then some kind of energy if you were a nine and you were in the positive. So it just depends on the combination. And I think that's where, um, that's the key when, especially in my book where I break it down like that and I show them that, um, you know, there's different combinations and it just depends on which one you're using and how you're using it. Right. I love it. I just love this discussion. But we also have some callers on the line. Are you up to taking a couple of callers today mm-hmm. and, and talk to them Absolutely. about their numbers? Um, sure, I, yeah. Our first caller today is Stephen. Are you out there, Stephen? Yes, I am. Hello there. Hi, How are you today? I'm great. Thanks. So, hi, Janet. Hi, Michelle. Eager hi, to get chatting with you. Um. Janet and I were talking earlier about a number that comes up for me often is the number 23, and she said that reduces to 5. But spiritually, 23 has great significance. Uh, July 23rd in the Egyptian calendar, the ancient Egyptian calendar, would be the flooding of the Nile, and that would be the start of the new year. It's a a very spiritual number in the uh, mythology if you will, and I see it all the time. And okay, it what's always your date comes birth? It, 11 4 Okay, because usually numbers, I mean, you can see a particular number, but it depends on the person as to why they're seeing it. So let me just see here. You know, 23-5 is a really interesting combination that I like because it's it's a rare form of the five. Hitler, for example, is was a thirty-two five, and that's a really common pop, uh, life path. But the twenty-three five is very gentle. It's it's called the natural counselor energy, where it's very subdued. It's very gentle. It's all about being the support for other people, but in a very compassionate way. So it doesn't mm-hmm. show up that often. Not not nearly as much as the thirty two five, but I, I just want to see what your life path is. Seventeen. Yeah, see, that's interesting. Twenty two. Yeah. Okay, so you're the Earth Guide. I mean, you're a ten, which is the Earth Guide. You lead through casual conversation, which is really what that twenty three five is about, because it is the natural counselor, but it it does it in a very gentle, subdued 
way. And if you look at your month and your day and you add it together, it shows you what your gift is. So as that earth guide, as that guide that leads, it kind of gets in the trenches with the people rather than preaching from the mountaintops, so to speak. You have the gift of the six, which is the nurture, but also the visionary. So you get to see kind of the eagle's eye view for people. You get to connect their dots because that's what the six does. It's the visionary. So you come in and you say to someone who might be, you know, really confused with something, and then they say, you know, I just don't know what to do. I just, I don't know how to figure this out. I don't know if I want to do this or that or the other thing. And you swoop in and you say, well, no, look, I see it like this. And and if you look at your year, you've got a master frequency as your year, which is the 22-4, and it's called the master builder. So if you look at the month and the day, it shows you the gift, which is the visionary. And then the how is the 22-4, which is the master builder. So how you use that visionary energy is that you come in and you say, okay, this is how you do it. You do X, Y, Z, and then you step back and you say, okay, my work here is done. So it's almost like earth angel energy where you're not doing it for recognition. You're just doing it to be that master builder kind of energy. And you have such a great physical energy. I love seeing this because I have the same thing with mm-hmm. the uh, all the physical numbers. I mean, if I could show you your chart, most of your numbers are clustered on the physical, which means mm-hmm. you're always wanting to do, you're always wanting to be kind of in the meat and potatoes of life, so to speak. You're always wanting to do projects and just really be involved and, um, you know, help people in that way and to be able to bring things to people and show them how to how to do it, how to make their own way, how to forge their own path, so to speak. So for you to see that 23-5 everywhere really stresses mm-hmm. that that's your life path and your life purpose, really. To be that earth guide is to guide people gently that way and, you know, not not be pushy. Like I say, that 22-4, the how, is all about just gentle uh, earth angel energy where you swoop in, you do what you need to do, and you step back. And, and it's it's kind of like you're gone and you helped, but you're not looking for that pat on the back. Exactly. I, I totally understand that, and that makes perfect sense. Um, and I've there's been a number of occasions in my life where I'm consciously aware of that, um, where I see I can help, be of assistance, be of service, and step in and provide information, get the the wheels going in that regard, and then let them take over and see where it takes them, you know and then move on to the next project. That's always been the case with me. That's a very astute observation on your part. And I also wanted to talk about uh, numbers and, and words as vibrations because they are powerful in our particular reality. And, uh, you know, it's so, it's not just the words themselves. It's the feeling. It's the emotion behind them. When you say, I can't or I'm unable, and and then you have, you know, when you have a thought, you have a feeling. They're they're so important, and uh, you can't have a feeling without having a thought. So, you know, they work in tandem together. You know, you nailed it, because if you think about a child, I mean, you really have to think about, I mean, if a child says something very negative, but they don't know what it means, there's no feeling behind it that manifests anything that would manifest if, mm-hmm. say, an adult were to say it. So if a child were to say a cuss word, for example, you know, they really might not know what it means, so there's no feeling behind it, but yet if we were to say it, we know what it means, and uh, it, it, it 
changes the energy completely. Well, and I'd also like to say that, you know, when you're uh, doing a creative visualization is you have to put a lot of emotion into it. How are you going to feel when you have this reality that you're trying to create or co-create? How is it going to feel? Not just how, how is it going to look, but how is it going to feel? How are you going to feel once you have that reality, once you're, you're playing out the visual images? And that's so integral to manifesting. It's like Bashar said, it's circumstances don't matter. State of mind matters. Half the whole process. Oh, no. I think we're losing Steve. Oh. Oh, there you're back. I'm sorry, I covered up my microphone. Anyway. I wanted to say, say, Steve, too, um, how old are you now? I mean, you are 1957. 55. 55, okay. So you're kind of under a double whammy energy right now. You're under not only, let me just see, six. Okay, so you're under 12. So things are really coming together for you this year. This, this is like a connect the dots year for you. You're under a, a, a greater cycle of six, which is all about creativity, creative expression, but it, it's a relationship energy too. The world year is a relationship year, so it is a strong focus on relationships, but you're under a year that is a 12-3, which is, 12 is the whole and complete number, and 3 is the number of unity. So you're learning, you're collecting pieces, but mm-hmm. things are also coming together. So the pieces are kind of connecting, as in like the puzzle pieces are coming together this year. So it's a huge year for you. Um, yes, I don't know if you've very transfer- Oh, yeah. Yes, very transformational year. And yeah, I'm, I'm, it's like save the best for last. Like you're coming into your own right now. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and I, I recommend, I, I believe Larry Buzzle's listening to this uh, radio pro- broadcast, and his birthday was recently on July 23rd, and he, I think it would be a good idea for him to call in because he's got a lot of transformational stuff going on in his life as well. All right, Larry, mm-hmm. if you're listening, you heard it straight from Steve. Call in. Yeah. Uh, the call-in Absolutely. number, by the way, area code 917-889-3818. Okay. So, uh, are you complete? Oh, yes. Very good. Are are you full now? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a little tidbit, Steve. If you you want to book a consultation, give me a call. We can go much further in depth, but I think, you know, this year is going to be pretty big for you. I think you're figuring things out. So, I think you're going to... I think that would be a a really good idea. Yeah. That 23.5, I mean, really, you as a natural counselor, I mean, mean, you're the earth side. Let me just say as a closing note is that being a 10, you are a master frequency, which means you're being called your focus right now. There's a lot of master numbers, the 10, the 11, the 22, and the 33. They're all feeling that tug, that there's something that they need to be doing right now, that there's something urgent on the horizon. So I think that's what you're feeling, especially seeing that 23.5, which is the natural counselor. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's great. Sounds, that sounds very good. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Well, keep me posted. The time. Send me an email. Let me know how things go. Sure. Okay. All well, right. thank you very much. Thank you for calling in today, Steve. Okay, on with the show. (laughs) 
All right. Well, Michelle, that was awesome. And the idea of the master number, so 10 is a, is a master number as well. Yes, 10, 11, 22, and 33. They're really coming with such frequency right now. You wouldn't believe. I did a workshop recently in L.A., and, um, you know, it's funny how people gather and, uh-huh. and, and in groups and, and they all have a common connection. And they were mostly master frequencies, and I thought, wow. You know, and I, it, it, there's so many people being called that are master frequencies, or that either their their life path is that, or that they have it with great frequency within their makeup, within their um, you yeah. know, their pyramids and their path, because it, it's the world is in crisis, and we need those guides, and that's what they are. The, the master yeah. frequencies are the guides, and it's not that they're they have a greater path or purpose. And that's not what I'm saying. I mean, we all, I mean, I'm I'm a three, so unfortunately I don't have a master frequency. But at the same time, you know, these these master numbers are feeling the call like there's something big, that they have to affect the masses. They come in with a greater responsibility to mankind to touch the world in in a bigger way. Yeah, and I'm a 33 life path, depending on who's adding it and how they do it. But I think the way that you and I do numbers is pretty much the same way. And I can tell you, I have a lot of anxiety right now around that exact same thing. Like I have something I'm supposed to be doing, and some days I think yeah. I'm doing it, and other days I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. So, well, let I me tell you, don't push think- it. Don't don't push it because uh, let me tell you, just globally speaking, we're in a six year. It's about relationships, and it's uh-huh. not just about relationships with our, you know everyone else. It's about relationships with ourselves as well. So we're just figuring things out. Next year is a seven, and uh-huh. it's all about truth. It's kind of being like on the spiritual mountain. So we're going to really look to where we've come, how far we've come, what we've done, and where we're going to go next. So it's really going to be a big turn-the-page year. It's oh, huge. that's awesome. The next, that's good so to the know. next couple of years are going to be like huge for the for the master frequencies, huge. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of them really stepping up and doing what it is they're here to do. So don't worry about figuring it out at the red-hot moment. Just work through it. Because <laughs> that's right. what this year is about. It's just about working through our stuff so we can get ready. And definitely been doing that, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we have another caller, Sherry, who's on the line with us. Sherry, hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm Sherry. good. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. I would like to know my life's path no, through the numbers. Sure. What's your date of birth? Seven twenty-three sixty. Okay. Oh, another ten. Wow. See, isn't this interesting? I, you know, I see this all the time. It's that they desperately, you know, the 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 uh, the master frequencies are really desperately wanting to know what the heck is going on. Like you say, Janet, you know, you're you're the same way. It's like, you know, there's something I'm supposed to be doing. What is it? So, yeah. okay, so let me see. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Oh, okay, so you're in a very high change year this year. You're in the personal year of 9, which is basically the highest change year you can be in. And and usually when you're in a nine year, everything is touched by change in a big way, whether it be career, relationships, financial, you name it, uh, changing locations, those kinds of things. Usually in some way, it's all um, changing because what you're doing is you're ending an old cycle and beginning a new cycle because we're always going in cycles of one to nine. So you are a ten, 
but you're a 2810. And I find with the 2810s, they take a little bit longer to really step into that role of being a guide in some way. And, I mean, when I say that, it doesn't mean that you have to be, you know, preaching from the mountaintops. It's, you know, you can guide in so many ways and in so many practical ways. And that's the best part about the 10 is that they're so practical. You wouldn't even know you're being guided by a 10. They're the, they're the kind of people who would just say, okay, let's sit down for a cup of tea and talk. You know, tell me what it is that you want to say. You know, it's it's not even really about um, being that, that uh, you know, spiritual guide per se. But, you know, you're very intellectual, extremely. I mean, if you could look at your energy, you're, you're very top-heavy. So all of your energy is consumed within your head. So you have kind of like this big head and this tiny little body. And that's kind of where your energy is all the time. You have the, the arrow of the intellect. So you're a very strong thinker, overanalyzer, those kinds of things. And that can be a really big hindrance in terms of, pursuing what what it is you want to be doing. And let me just see what cycle you're under, because that's, um, let me see, seven. Okay, and you would be, how old are you now? Fifty-three. Fifty-three, okay. Okay, ten. Oh, okay, oh. Mm. All right, so you would be, oh, you're just starting your last cycle which uh, is a five. So let me just see, 26, five. Would that be like a life path cycle? Is that what you're talking about, Well, the cycles I'm talking about, I mean, literally, if you could be on your deathbed at, say, 100, and you wanted to look back at your life and, and figure out, okay, what did I do with my life? You could chunk up your life into four major blocks. And if you think about, a lot of people would say, you know, oh, that seems like another lifetime ago. But I did that because every nine years we shift gears. But we do so sometime between our 20s and all the way up into our 50s or, or 60s because most people, I mean, for most people's lives, they kind of chunk up the, the majority of their life experience sometime within that time frame between their 20s and, you know, 60s and retirement, that, that kind of age group. So it depends on your life path when you start these cycles, but you have four of them, and they're pivotal. Uh-huh. They're, they're kind of every nine years we shift gears. So you are, uh, th- this caller, um, sorry, I forgot your name. Was it Sherry. Sherry? Was it Sherry? Okay, Sherry, you hmm. are right now pivotally moving into, and again, here's that story where the tens, the, the master frequencies are moving into their life path and their life purpose. You're you're moving into a cycle of five. So for the next nine years, you're going to be under a cycle of five, which is all about career. It's all about looking through the lens of the heart to say, okay, what is it that I'm here to do? And, you know, using my story about in corporate, I was under a personal year of five and a peak of five when I decided I had to do the spiritual stuff because that's what my heart was wanting to do. So you're definitely going to feel the tug in the next couple of years. I mean, this year and next year in particular, because it forms the peak of the cycle. So you're again another, yet another ten who's being called to their post. And so you are meant to be, you know, helping other people, especially in this time of crisis. But it's hard for you to make it physically happen because you're always up in your head. You also have the arrow of the planner and the arrow of inspiration which can sometimes make it a little bit more black and white because it's, it's very black and white, right and wrong kind of energy and uh, kind of ducks in a row energy as well. So sometimes you get a little too stuck in your mind and you talk yourself out of things and 
um, you don't go ahead with the plans that you would like to do and it holds you back. So anything you can do to step down from the mind plane and do things that don't involve the mind, so mindless things, physical things, things that take you away from overthinking things and just doing it rather than thinking it through a hundred times over. But looking at your gift and your how is huge because you have the gift of the 12-3. So your month and your day added together is 12 and then 12 is uh, 1 plus 2 is 3. So it's about connecting dots because 12 is a whole and complete number and 3 is the number of unity. So it's about bringing th- things together for people. But your year is the how, which is 16-7. So it adds to 16 and then 16, 1 plus 6 is 7. The word hate vibrates to the 16-7. And when we say, I hate you, it's very energetically stripping. So what I'm getting at with that point, it's not, it's, it's not that it's hate-filled, it's that it's very truth-revealing. It's that when you connect dots for people, you do it in an aha moment way. It's like you turn the page hard for them. It's not about sugarcoating it. It's not about um, you know just kind of giving them tidbits. It's like, okay, wow, boom, there it is. So it's a, it's a pretty significant uh, energy to carry. I just think your issue is you're you're too much in your head all the time to make it happen. So it's like a stall mode. Well, that's right. So get to your heart. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And that's it. You know, the, I'll tell you from personal experience. I'm a very much uh, the intellectual. I mean, I'm a three. I'm all in my head. I overthink things. But my life changed completely when I started to follow my heart. When I started to say, you know what? My mind says no, but my heart says yes. So I'm going to do it. And that was the moment that everything happened for me. And success was mine. Very good. So that's my life view. Yep, I'm still here. I mean, does that help you out, what she's saying? Yes, it does. Does that resonate? It does. Yeah. Very good. Very nice. Well, you well, ladies have a great night. Carrie. Thank you, you so too. much. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. Um, I think we have one other caller on the line, and that is Lenise. Are you there? Mm-hmm. Lenise? Here. I'm here. Hi there. Uh, How are you this evening? I'm good. How about yourself? I'm good, thank you. What's your question about today? Uh, my birthday is July fifth, nineteen sixty-three. You look at my numbers. Sure can. Can let me just see here. Okay, so another intellectual, definitely uh, a lot of intellectual energy. But you also have the arrow of spirituality, which is really great. Let me see. Ten, sixteen, eighteen. Thirty-one. Okay, it's not interesting. Twelve, another nine year. Okay, so you're also in a very high change year. You're in a nine year, which is the highest change year. You also have the gift of the twelve three. So again, that connecting the dots, and not only that, but delivering information because three is very intellectual energy, and it wants to collect pieces. It wants to learn for the purpose of sharing information. So whenever I see someone who is carrying strong intellectual energy, but also the air of spirituality, for example, the Dalai Lama uh, has that in his date of birth, the air of spirituality. So a lot of people who do have it are very calming people. They're very, you know, their energy is great to be around. They're they're always full of wisdom and 
just information just seems to kind of flow out of their mouths all the time. You know, it just seems like they know what to say, when to say it, and how to say it. But just such peaceful, calming energy. You also have the arrow of determination, too, which is very sometimes pig-headed, stubborn, those kinds of energies where you're, you know, a little bit, uh, <laughs> put, you put the blinders on sometimes. And I and I always, you know, recommend to people who have that arrow that, you know, you need to be careful not to go too far the wrong way before you realize that it's, it's the wrong way because you're just, you get so determined or so wrapped up in it that um, you miss the mark completely. So that's something to think about. But also that extreme mind plane energy. I mean, you really are very sharp, very, you know, intelligent, all those things, but um, can get really caught up in the mind. Totally in uh, high change mode this year, for sure. Um, You're a four, which is the doer. And they always say... Fours are the doers, they're the practical ones, they're the loyal ones, they're the ones that, um, you know, people are always counting on to um, come through for them. One of the the, the things with the, the 31 four is that the impatience factor is that they want it now. They don't want to work toward it. It's not that they're not hard workers, because they are. It's just that the impatience can, can sometimes consume them, where they... Um, they just don't want to wait 10 years to get what they want. They want it now. Let me just see what cycle you... How old are you now? I'm 50. 50, okay. 6, 9, 8. Okay, so that would be 2, 41. Oh, perfect. Oh, wow. So you're in a double whammy nine. You, you're not only in a personal year of nine, but you're starting a greater cycle of nine years of nine. So it's all about being selfless service. It's it's always about um, when we're under a cycle of nine. Yes, it's high change, but it's always about wanting to be of, of service to other people in a big way. So again, even though you're not a master frequency, I'm not surprised you're on the call because again, I think it's this urgency or this feeling like okay, there's something I'm supposed to be doing, but I don't know what. And so being doing selfless service is not as a humanitarian member. So when we're under that, we want to do, we want to be of service in some way. We want to help. We want to give back. We want to um, share of ourselves. So you're definitely in high change mode in a double whammy way. And uh, I don't know if you're feeling it yet, but you certainly will before the year is out, for sure. And, you know, because it's a world year, it's all about relationships. You'll probably see a lot of changes within your relationships, whether friends will drop away or new friends will come in, that kind of thing. Wow. Has that already been something you're experiencing, um, Lenise? Yes, 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 yes to all of it. I've had uh, numerology readings before, but not like this. She's just... <laughs> oh, <absolutely> great. <laughs> everything she said, and none of that's ever been spoken before. Well, wow. it's a great energy. I mean, you really got to brace yourself for this one because it's big. You know, it's... You know, it's time. And I always see this with women who are getting into their, you know, 40s, 50s and beyond. They always come to me and say, well, I can't. I can't be embracing my path and my purpose now. Did I miss the boat some, somewhere along the way? Did I take a wrong turn because I seem late? And and you're not late. It's that it, it's the right time. You know, a lot of people can't really do what they're here to do if it's great, if it's big, if it's powerful, because they need the personal experience to back them up first. They can't do that when they're 25. So for you to be in this really powerful energy where you're really embracing that 
you know, all of those beautiful spiritual gifts and things that you have to offer, uh, now's the time. You know, there's a lot of relationship shifting because you need to get people out, new people in that are going to facilitate this. So definitely uh, a huge, huge year. This year and next will be very huge for you. Wow, that's wow. great. Wow. You know, Michelle, you do readings for people all the time, right? So, I mean, do you have a special offer or something going right now where people can contact you to get a reading? Yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, normally, I mean, my rates are um, uh, yeah, a bit on the pricey side just because I have celebrity clientele. But just for this call, for, you know, this radio show, because I love Janet and, I, you know, I, I love what she does, I'm going to offer anyone who's listening to the call. You can't book it on my website, but you can contact me directly. So if you're hearing this radio broadcast, you can have a reading for $97, plus you get my free 44-page ebook. Uh, which can show you how to do your numbers, how to do everyone in your life. Uh, it's an amazing book because it's, it's helped so many people to be able to figure out why other people are the way they are in their life. And I can't tell you from children to bosses to whoever, you know, if you've got a mean boss that, you know, you can't figure out why they're so mean to you all the time. Maybe it's not that they're being mean to you. Maybe it's just that that's the way they are. So that's the best part about numerology that I love is that, the relationship aspect where you get to figure out that's why they're the way that they are, you know? And it just yeah. opens up a whole new world for people when they understand that. So and that's so how the, what's the best way for people to reach like, you? Okay, if you'd like to reach me, you can go to my website at michellearbeau.com, and that's Michelle with two L's and A-R-B-E-A-U.com, or you can send me a direct email to numbers, the word numbers, at michellearbeau.com, and uh, you, or you can call me at my one eight six six seven five seven nine eight 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 number, and just let me know that you heard me on uh, Living Astrology, and you can get the deal. Wow, that's great because I know that your rates are significantly higher than that, so that's a great value. Ninety seven dollars. <laughs> well, we work regularly. Awesome. I mean, for a forty-five dollar or uh, forty-five minute session, it's three ninety-five. So ninety-seven dollars. Um, you know, if you're hearing this, uh, snatch it up, and you can have forty-five minutes of uh, number magic. <laughs> number magic, absolutely. Um, and you know, this has been so awesome talking to you. I just am really fascinated by these things that you were talking about, like for Lenise, the arrow of spirituality and so forth is. Uh, I mean, that's a lot of stuff for you to have learned over the years with this, right? Because I don't think I've ever heard of those, of that particular aspect. Well, you know, aspect. there's been so many things that I've learned. Uh, you know, my next book is going to be called The God Frequency and the 54 ah. Paths of Creation because the word God actually shows... Hello? Michelle? I think we lost Michelle. Um so what she was talking about is her book called The God Frequency. I don't know when that one's coming out. Um, and, uh, of course, uh, every book that she's putting out is so filled with great information. You'll want to have them for yourself. Um, Michelle, if you are – maybe you came unplugged. I'm looking to see if I came unplugged, but I'm all plugged in. Um, so remember, everybody, if you're listening to this show today, you can contact Michelle at her um, website, Michelle Arbo. A-R-B as in boy, E-A-U dot com, uh, or contact her via email at numbers at michellearbo.com. 
and get your reading for $97. I, I can tell you it would be uh, the best reading that you've had, other than an astrology reading by me, perhaps. <laughs> All right, so we're coming to the end of our time together. Oh, and don't forget the ebook. There was also a 44-page ebook that uh, she was offering in there for free as well. So you get two things, a $97 reading plus the ebook. Uh, just by contacting her and telling uh, her that you let her that you heard this on Living Astrology Radio. All right, well, we're coming to the end of our time here together today. I want to thank you all for joining us, and thank you, Michelle, from the bottom of my heart. I've loved every moment of being with you here today. And next week, we're going to be starting in doing readings for the new moon and for the month of August. If you'd like to have your chart done, make sure you get me your birth date, time, and place at least an hour before the show starts next week. And you can send that to Janet Hickox at Hotmail.com. And that's H-I-C-K-O-X. Thank you all for joining me today, and have a stellar week. Thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology. You can reach Janet for readings at www.living-astrology.com or by email at Janet at living-astrology.com. Do you have questions about how astrology works or questions about your own chart? Send them to me at dearastro at living-astrology.com. One show each month will be dedicated to answering your questions. Goodbye for now and have a stellar week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.